0: ah welcome back you're here for more i'm dave from star wars spins and you're about to listen to episode three the only reason i'm here is to tell you it could get a little bit rude our guest this episode does a little bit of naughty swearing uh, a few rude jokes here and there so you have been pre-warned but other than that enjoy the show
1: To Star Wars Spins, a talk show where we have no clue. Nothing is
2: planned, and we're slightly mad. You never quite know what we might do. So join us for Star Wars Spins, a joy podcast that's right for you. Spin the wheel, that's the deal. Hope we don't
1: get
0: sued. Hey. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Spins, the nonsensical podcast about the nonsense of Star Wars. I am your host, Dave Tree. And joining me today on this ever, ever endless quest of like Star Wars questions and answers is the quiz master himself, Martin Keeler. Martin,
2: how are you doing? I'm very well, Dave. How are you?
0: Well, ducking and diving, I cannot complain. I've, I've just had some porridge. Nice. Porridge with blueberries grown by my own fair hands. But I haven't been anywhere unlike yourself. You've been travelling The length and breadth of the country.
2: I've uh, not only been on a long train journey, which regular listeners will know (laughs) that getting on a train is exciting. um, I also went to a concert, Dave.
0: I did see that. I had no idea you. I I mean, you a fan of Gorillaz? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what was it like?
2: It was awesome. It was also a bit weird uh, because you have that feeling like you're doing something naughty going to a (laughs) venue. But once once it got going, it was it was really great. And Sean Ryder, twenty years old, still doesn't know the words to "Dare," <laughs> which is absolutely fantastic. Is
0: it twenty years old?
2: Yeah, yeah, I know it's terrible, isn't it? Oh so my I, god! I, I felt like I was going to be the old man in the corner, and then I realised I was I was part of the youth campaign when I walked in. Uh,
0: so who, who other than Sean Ryder? Who who else did they did they have uh, any other sort of like guest appearances? Yeah, so Sean Ryder was
2: joined by, is it Rowetta, isn't it, from the Happy Mondays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Smith was there, Dave, from The Cure. Ah. He did a couple of songs. And then I also went with my nephew and my daughter, and there was lots of other guests that I had no idea who they were, but they got very excited about it. So um, I, I think I'm down with the kids watching the latest rappers and slaves. Uh, they were a band there. And then here's the saddest thing about Sean Ryder. I was trying to explain to Catherine, my daughter about what a musical influence he'd been with the happy Mondays. And she was looking blank at me. And then she said, but I do recognize him dad. And then she went, Oh, that's right. He's on celebrity goggle box. <laughs> That's where she knows Sean Ryder from.
0: As an as avid TV person, I didn't even know he did that. And I'm yeah. I, on, honestly, I'm actually surprised they actually get him to do that. I, I, I don't think he knows he does it. <laughs> Should we crack on then, Dave? I think we shall crack on. Well, before we introduce tonight's guest, let's have a little recap of the nomination From the previous episode. But
1: ultimately, for me, it has to come down to my Star Wars husband.
2: Therefore, I am going to nominate
0: Greg Robertson,
1: my Star Wars husband.
0: So joining us tonight on Star Wars Spins is a very special guest. And I'm so pleased that they've been nominated to do this one, because I think this is going to be a riot. Personally speaking, I've only known this person for a very short space of time. Meeting them and really getting to know them, at a celebration in chicago in uh, 2019 where not only did i have the fortune to spend time with them at the show i was also rooming with them as well you know so i got extra level insight they are i mean how, how how would you describe this martin would you would you say that it's one person they are one or would you say that they are two distinctly two different people I,
2: I'd say two very different people who habit the own, their same body
0: oh now I like that so the person I got to spend time with Celebrations Chicago he is a big Star Wars fan particularly in the realms of like autograph collecting as well as like toys and all the other stuff that we, but like, you know, is, is very much an autograph collector. And through, through that medium, where well, he was trying to get me hooked onto tops card collecting. And I, and I dabbled for a bit, but I kind of managed to kind of, you know, pull myself out another pitfall. But he also has a split personality because he also has an incredible onstage persona and is singer, songwriter, performer, Darth Elvis. Joining us tonight is Greg Robertson. Greg, welcome to Star Wars Spins. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much. Hot dang. There we go. They're they're both here. Uh
0: They're both here. (laughs) Hooray. so, So, Greg, you're joining us. Thank you, first of all. Thank you very much. For for people who might not be aware, you're a member of Fantatracks and you're also the co-host of Desert Planet Discs. We've also had your co-host, Carl baylis on uh, previously as well. So um you're now here, you're you're getting the Star Wars spin treatment. So I hope it won't be too painful for you. And I hope that we get to kind of find out as much about you as we did with Carl. <laughs> and I say
3: that kind of. Well, let me first say I'm uh, I'm terrified now uh, of <laughs> being alone with Carl. <laughs> some some of his answers on the uh, on his show was uh, yeah I'm a little bit concerned. I might need a new presenter to join me on uh, Desert Planet Discs.
0: <laughs> uh no, 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 no. Carl has has earned a place in all our hearts. I think. So, for for the benefit of anybody who's not come across you before, can you tell us a little bit about Darth Elvis?
3: Darth Elvis was born, I guess, in 2005. I got uh, a a painting for my birthday from a friend, and it was a combining my two loves, or two of my loves, you know, lots of loves, but uh, Star Wars and Elvis in this painting together, which was uh, Darth Elvis. And um, I came to thinking, oh, I could write some songs, some Elvis songs in the Star Wars vibe. And that was how Darth Elvis was born. Kicked off in 2007 with debut performance at Celebration Europe in London, and it's just gone on and on from there. Been lucky enough to play some fantastic gigs Many courtesy of uh, uh, a certain Martin Keillor, um Likes of Hashtag Cantina and Celebration Chicago. Yeah, just mashing up Star Wars and, and rock and roll. Whether it's Elvis, I've been doing Green Day songs and Electric Six. Yes. All sorts of crazy numbers that, that
0: seem to go down quite well with an audience.
3: I've been doing it almost 15 years now. will be 15 years next year. And uh, well, may it continue?
0: Uh, I mean, if, if, if anybody hasn't come across any of your work as, as darth elvis it is f- for me it's absolutely brilliant and as someone who is a complete idiot when it comes to all of this sort of stuff for me to be able to like pick up the lyrics because you kind of already know the tune is so cool it really is like a home run Thank uh, you very much <laughs> yeah and uh, i absolutely love and and you you helped us out a, a great deal personally with Father's from as well uh, where we had like the lockdown you did all like the little videos that we had going on with fathers from live and in empire 40 as well so um if you haven't already folks get yourself downloading the audio and also like desert planet discs as well which is actually a, a whole podcast which is all about the music of star wars which again for me is like one of the most engaging and, and freshest star wars podcasts out there
3: i feel a teary uh vegas style video coming
2: <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> oh Honored. it's a- it's well, do you know that's a really good link in because you mean talk about music, a little bit of Vegas in this one as well. You know lots of things about Greg, Dave. And I've got <laughs> too much stuff. Oh, oh, right. Too much yeah. stuff. <laughs> but I've got uh, two, two facts, one lie about Greg that I need to share with you through the medium of song.
0: Yeah.
4: So what I told you was true. From a
1: certain point of view,
4: Greg has been in many bands, but is best known as Dark Elvis. He has performed a lot. He is often joined on stage by special guests from a galaxy far, far away. They line up for a slot. He once had Matthew Wood lined up to perform as General Grievous on a song. Depeche Mode's management put that to a stop. Greg is a huge, huge film bar. He is a film fan. He has a history of getting involved behind the scenes as well. That's his jam. He appears in the end credits to Bill and Ted's Face the Music. Dancing like a madman. Greg's wedding night in Vegas was an eventful time. He had had too much to drink. We all got back to our hotel rooms independently of each other. We are all out of sync. Greg's only memory is being walked down a strip by a lady called Shaniqua. That's all he can remember, he thinks.
3: Oh, that's fucking
2: genius. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song.
0: Wow, Martin. I can completely see that being animated with Noodle and 2D and, and all the other rest of the gang. Murdoch <laughs>
2: <laughs> De- Definitely influenced Definitely was So would you like a recap As to what the three facts In there were
0: Yes please
2: Okay So the first one was Matthew Wood Was going to guest As General Grievous on a song But Depeche Mode's Management blocked it the second fact was that Greg has appeared On the end credits Dancing like a madman To Bill and Ted's Face the music And the third one Was on his wedding night In Vegas the only recollection he has of getting home is walking down the strip with a lovely lady called Shaniqua.
0: I mean, let's let's be honest here; they're all amazing,
2: such as the man himself.
0: I don't, Ooh. I I don't want any of them to be a lie because they're just too good. So I can eliminate one straight away: the Bill and Ted one. I know you, you appeared at the end with like your whole family, which is incredible, absolutely awesome. So now we're down to the two other ones. <sighs> So it's either Matthew Wood was going to perform, but got blocked by Depeche Mode's management, which is really left field. That just seems like a complete random one to like throw in. Your own e- general grievous. Ah, <laughs> right, 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 right. That was personal Jesus it, going to be that, this. It, that can't uh, say anymore. Ah, right. But then the other one is on your wedding night, being so smashed you don't remember anything other than being walked down the strip by Shaniqua. I think it's just so freaking amazing that I can't say that that's a lie, even if it might be the lie. I cannot say that is the lie because I want that to be true above everything else at this point. <laughs> you know, in, in fact, I'll go even so far as for every other person that we've done this to. This is the one that please let that be the real answer. I'm glad that it's not actually anything in terms of the three options. None of them involve whilst David was asleep in Chicago. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm kind of waiting
1: for. Like, you know.
0: <laughs> I'd like to say the lie is there was going to be Matthew Wood performing, but Depeche Mode's management blocked it. I. That's what I'm going with, is the lie. So
2: Greg, start with the Bill and Ted, because he, he clearly knows that one. I've slipped up there.
0: I am indeed... In the end credits
3: with my family of Bill and Ted Face the Music, Matthew Wood, if you are listening to this show, we would like to invite you to join us on the song General Grievous, aka Personal Jesus at some point. And I had a great walk home from a drunken night at Caesar's Palace where we went to see Calvin Harris, but didn't actually see Calvin Harris. <laughs> I walked home <laughs> with a lady called Shaniqua and I was concerned about my walk home with Shiniqua, especially when. When I checked my credit card bill the next day or my 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 my, oh. <laughs> my card, I had spent my, my, spent some money in CCS, uh, which is a pharmacy in uh, in American. Oh, <laughs> and I was I was concerned about what was I spending money in a pharmacy <laughs> with a strange lady? <laughs> until I found the receipt in my back pocket, and it was for a bottle of water. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, Shaniqua is totally true. Oh. <laughs> amazing. Thank and if you're you. listening Shidiqua, thanks for a very special night and for getting me home safely. I wish he'd done the same for my wife.
0: Oh, yes. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Who, who's still in Vegas.
2: Oh, I love that. That will take some topping. So so boo that Dave got it right, but on this one I'm mean quite
0: boo! Happy Come on,
2: like... I always want to trick you. I want to get you no. wrong.
0: Oh, you're a monster. So Greg, you're here on Star Wars Spins. And if you haven't listened before, let me just give you a brief premise of what we're going to do to you next. This is going to be a questions and answers session, and all the questions are at random. And we're going to go through a couple of different rounds. The first one is a quick fire round. So very fast, quick questions, whatever springs to your mind. And we're going to do that within a time scale. The first round is you may fire when ready, and it will last 60 seconds. And we're going to go into it now.
2: You may fire when ready. Your favourite Star Wars movie? Emperor Strikes Back. Followed by The Last Jedi. Are Force ghosts in purgatory? <laughs> Next. Do <laughs> I have an answer? Yes. Which member of the Jedi Council do you think most likely smells of rotten cabbage? Yaddle Poof! It's in the title. What factor SPF should Maz Kanata have used? <laughs> 11- <laughs> 1138. <laughs> oh, good response. What do you think Yoda smells of?
3: Artichokes. Don't know what a fucking artichoke smells like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Never had one. <laughs> Never will. Sm- smells of Yoda. Which Star Wars character would you punch in the face? Uh, Yarrow Poof, if I could reach it. <laughs> That's his name, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. it is like a punch bag as well, isn't it?
2: Rebels or Clone Wars? Clone Wars. Would you rather have a mouth like Size Noodles or a neck like Torn Wee? Ooh, a mouth like
3: Size Noodles. <laughs> the things I could do.
2: Is it true the Emperor has nothing else on under his robe?
3: It is true. Apart from uh, a cock ring. Made from a deportionate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Evacuate? In our moment of triumph? Well, wow. <clears throat> already there was a can of worms. And we threw that can. So uh, let's discuss some of those answers. I think, um, Yarrow Poof. Smelling of cabbage yeah. and also being the one that you want to punch in the face. I mean, what did poor Yarrow ever do for you?
3: He, he just looks a bit like
2: a lollipop stick, doesn't he? Yeah, it's a quite easy, yeah. He's, he's, on, the, a, he's on the Jedi Council, he's like he's done, he's he's done well for himself. He's a <laughs> prick, and yet, <laughs> he just
3: gets in the way with his big long neck, his stupid it, it, bubbly head. Where
0: He does that all the time in the background. It, it, I find whenever I watch it. I am kind of like locked on watching the head just like do this, irrespective of what's going on in the scene. It's like, ah, oh, that's so annoying. So yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from. He's distracting. Yeah, he's very distracting.
2: Yeah, he's made it onto the council on his own merit. I'm assuming he's a master because Mace makes that point of Anakin can join the council, but you're not. You've not got the rank of master. Do you think Mace put Mister Poof on there to? Just really stressed how low that bar was and Anakin still didn't make it. Yes.
0: That's what all oh, the head the, the head bobbing is like that sort of thing. Yeah. like mm-hmm. You might be on the so we ate the master. Mm-hmm. Do <laughs> you think it was actually like a helium balloon that they just painted a face on? And it's just like like right there, like <laughs> it's not actually even a Jedi master, you know, they've just got like a helium balloon uh to like throw Anakin off the scent. So uh, do, do you think it's like
3: he was he's one of these like uh, pre CGI things, like was a Paper plate stuck on a stick.
0: Yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. were meant to CGI it later and forgot. Yeah, absolutely. And you chose Clone Wars over Rebels. What makes Clone Wars the better show, in your opinion?
3: That was a tricky one. and uh, I think your storytelling overall, in, over the seven seasons, was stronger probably in Clone Wars. Although there certain characters in uh, Star Wars Rebels totally love to death, including one, Harrison Dula, uh who's good to see in uh, The Bad Batch. Yeah, Clone Wars, I think is also a bit of a nostalgia thing for me because it was what got my eldest Elliot into Star Wars.
0: Yeah. So we would sit there and watch it together. And that brings back nice memories. Is a generation's worth of Star Wars. I I do think it's massively underrated in in that aspect because if you think about it, 2005, that had ended. And then you got from... 2007 2008 thereabouts and it went on for at least five years that is a generation of kids version of star wars and um emperor the, palpatine yeah this this revelation has nothing but like uh, a chapurre snippet <laughs>
3: <laughs> a chapurre snippet cochrane, which was carved by darth Vader himself out huh? of the one he gave he, he robbed padme's grave because obviously, as you see at the end of yeah, she, episode three, you she see wearing it. it. He doesn't need it. Yeah. So
2: this is the our- ultimate like Palpatine insult, is it? You're saying Vader went to the trouble of robbing his one true love's grave to sort of show his loyalty.
0: Check she was dead. <laughs>
2: Check she was dead. i show his loyalty to sort of say, <laughs> I've, I've gone to the dark side. There's no, there's no new low that I won't stoop to. And then 24 hours later, Palpatine says, do you want to see a new low? Look what I've done with it.
3: Is that what you're saying has happened? That's exactly what I'm seeing. That's exactly what
0: happened. What else was there in that? Uh, it was the mascanata. Oh, of course, Maz. Yeah, that 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 was uh, quick thinking. <laughs> do you think things went wrong for Maz? There was it a little bit too much exposure to um, the old ultraviolet rays, or um, or uh, yeah. you know, do you think she looks good for forty? <laughs>
3: With her giant goggles. I I don't know how she pulls because there's a weird moment in Last Jedi when she's like the hologram chatting away and then she gets all kind of turned on by the thought of the uh, code breaker guy. That's pretty disturbing.
2: And she's um, had a thing with Chewie as well, hasn't she? Mm.
3: Yeah. Where's my boyfriend?
0: Mm. So round two, we're going to let fate decide what category of questions we're going to ask you. So these are split into three categories. One is about your Star Wars fandom. One is about Star Wars collecting. And the third category is all about Star Wars films. So, Martin, as the quizmaster, master, please spin the wheel and we're going to select which round of questions we're going to be asking next.
1: Spin, 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 spin. spin. spin spin, toy dad Not part Not by any
2: no pod is worth two slaves, not by a long shot. Questions relating to collecting. Spend, spend,
1: spend, 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 spend.
2: Do you ever think there will be a point you might cash out and sell your Star Wars collection? No.
3: No? Over my dead body. No, I don't think so. There's been moments where I've sold, sold bits and pieces of it, but like my autograph collection, I, I will thin bits out of it sometimes. And same with some of my uh, figures and things, but my sort of loose vintage in my autographs, I will try and keep until I'm maybe close to shuffling off this mortal coil and sell them whilst I'm still here so the wife and kiddies can uh, have some pennies unless they want, obviously, to keep the collection for themselves.
0: So when you mentioned... The autographs being the core to your collection is—is uh, is that all? Postcards? Is it like ten by eights? Is it posters? Is it a bit of everything? Uh, how, how do you how do you collect autographs? Is it just about getting as many of the characters and representations across the board, no matter what the media is? Or is is, is it a collection? If you see what I mean, you know, how, talk talk us through that. Yeah,
3: I used to I used to focus on ten by eights pictures. Occasionally I would get other bits and pieces done Figures and I've got a signed plaque Recently in fact from like Dennis Lawson To go with my black serious helmet which I purchased From all the cool stuff (laughs) Um, But in more recent uh, Years uh, I've started sort of Mandalorian focus And that's all 11 by 14 so I'm going for a slightly bigger Picture size for that. That can sometimes be Challenging especially at the moment when you can't go To cons but I guess when you go to cons Most of the time you go to a a table at a convention it's an 8x10 so I've not been to a convention since I started 11x14 so that's going to be interesting I think the bigger cons like celebration you probably will get 11x14's tables but LFCC I don't think I've ever seen an 11x14 on somebody's table so there was a point I was trying to get something from everybody and then I realised Greg, you're skint. You can't afford to do that. <laughs> so um, I guess I've kind of moved away a bit from the original trilogy now. I've got the sort of the key people I wanted, and uh, I'm now kind of focused on Mandalorian trying to get as many people as I can, but most of the time it's individual pictures as opposed to having multi-signed bits. I do have a few multi-signed bits and pieces, but it's just getting things about to conventions and stuff without getting it damaged. It makes me
2: almost paranoid about it. So one or two people on one picture. So I think one of the nice things is about when you go to a convention and this is a really tenuous link coming in here, but you, you get to meet such nice people as you're lining up to get all drafts, don't you, Greg?
3: You do, you do. Unfortunately, you meet some scum of the earth as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, that's how we met at uh, Celebration Europe 2013 in, in Essen. Yeah. I think that is my favourite convention I've been to, just because of how many people and friends I made at that convention. But, uh,
2: we're still friends today. But we didn't meet Dave, who was there. <laughs>
0: Well really? no, I, yeah. I, I, I I I I was literally for three, four days, however long it was, I, I was just, just literally stood in front of a car shaking a rattle can to try and raise money. Yeah. For charity, I'd like to stress to,
2: it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Or for or for the Eurostar back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I was there.
0: Yeah. Interesting show. It was yeah. <laughs> I love celebrations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the question is like, you'd, so you're not, you're never going to sell up completely, but you do do the thing of, like you say, rotating a bit to build up your collection. Is that fair to say?
3: Yeah. So I kind of let some things go to try and get some money together to get another sort of grail piece, if you like. Yeah. I've, I've thinned it out a couple of occasions. I wouldn't completely sell it unless I was told that I'm going to peg it. And, uh, you know, rather than give my wife the difficult job of trying to find to sell these things and not get totally skinned you know sell them on our behalf but although she always says if you die
2: greg i'll get martin to uh, he knows what things are worth you'll sort of She <laughs> should do exactly what uh, myself and emma have done A certain mr tree is named in the will <laughs> because it has That's true it Is he's the only person is it he is the only person yeah. named in our will basically oh, that- it's a double bubble because on the one hand You know that Dave will look after the collection and make sure it goes for the value and the kids will get the money. You also have the added bonus of knowing the pure inconvenience you're bringing Dave
0: so in yeah. life Martin has power of attorney over me but in his death <laughs> I get to sell all this shit
2: yeah so that, that includes the Zuvium collection <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Zuvio's two for a pound two That's for it. a pound I, I I love to think you can imagine when I'm on my deathbed there'll just be this as I know I'm going there'll just be this wry smile he's got to try and shift 400 Zuvio figures
0: no and when he's on when you're on your deathbed I'll be there with a pen
1: like <laughs> Just, Just sign it. this.
3: Change
1: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Change it. <laughs> there is name. another sky well <laughs> 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 Oh he didn't
2: finish signing it. <laughs> I need to get my will updated now. Well, that's I, I highly recommend to for, for Greg and anyone listening. Do include David Tree in your will. Yeah, is the great. is the gift that keeps on giving. I work for a law firm. I can just get them to update it for me. It's no Brilliant. At all. There you Brilliant. go. This is fantastic because you live so local as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Martin described on Messenger saying where you live makes Fordingbridge look like New York. It does. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: I was trying to describe it to him. It's like you get to the house, you get to the village and there's like a pub which is shut. Our our library is a phone box. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, which uh, I think is amazing, uh, which is brilliant, and uh, that's it. There's not even a sh- there's not even a corner shop or shop to get juice or milk or
0: bread. So nowhere to get a bottle of water or shaniqua. Oh man, should we uh, should we have another question?
1: Spin, spin, ha- spin, ha- spin, ha- spin, ha- spin, ha- spin, ha- spin, spin,
2: ha- spin. In your opinion, what is the coolest Star Wars purchase you have made in the last twelve months?
3: Oh. <sighs> There's only one answer to that question, and that is the purple-helmeted Boba
2: Fett I got from
3: all the cool stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the legend of the purple helmets.
3: Yes, and I have to say thank you, Dave, for purposely picking me out the purple-helmeted one. Customer service first class, as always. He's now pride a place in my spare room with purple-helmeted Vader, and I look forward to hopefully getting more future purple-helmeted Star Wars characters.
0: Is he carded, or did you, did you take him off the card?
3: Oh no, he's he's carded, he's in an acrylic case.
0: Oh my word. You, you, I'm, I've got, I might even go so far got to get the them distance. graded at some point. Oh my
3: gosh. Yeah, purple helmets are staying. I'm gonna take them to my grave with me actually. Gonna have to be buried well. I can't cremate
2: myself with those. That'd be, that'd be sacrilege. Did the um, acrylic case cost more than a figure? <laughs> yeah,
1: probably did.
2: <laughs> probably did. <laughs> so that's really cool. Anything else you want to
0: throw in there?
3: A Rosario Dawson signed Ahsoka Tano picture.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah,
3: yeah, big fan of Rosario Dawson, top actress. So yeah, I'd definitely say that. That's probably the best autograph I've had this year, I would say. I'm trying to think what else I've got this year. So, did she sign it Snips? She didn't. <sighs> No, that costs extra. Right.
0: So what makes a great autograph? I've got a friend who his whole business is selling autographs. And and he, he once told me a story of like, you know, everyone has three versions of their signature. There's the one that they do the checks with. There's the ones that they do signings with, which is uh, quicker, and then there's what one, the ones at the airport where it's just kind of like a paintbrush across a like that kind of thing. Yeah. For you what what makes a great autograph? It's a bit of everything,
3: really. I mean, uh, that that one in particular, she's got a great a great autograph, and the, the sort of image choice for that one, yeah, I went yeah. for uh, one of the scenes from the start of the episode of the Jedi when she's got the hood up and the lightsabers, and it's quite dark and. Just kind of lit from the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. But some people have awesome autographs. Carrie Fisher was a great one. And then you get other people. It's just like, nah. It's like a scribble on a piece. Of it. But depending who it is, you know, you're just like,
1: oh. Ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah. There's obviously people out there do in person, standing outside theatres or TV shows to, to hopefully catch people. And Martin will tell you, based
2: on where I live, you ain't, <laughs> ain't getting anyone. There might be going to the library.
0: This is what my friend does. Whenever you see the red carpet in Leicester Square, he's always hanging over things. And then he's where he's situated. He's he's kind of like out outside of London, but south of London. So he gets to go to Gatwick easily and Heathrow. Yeah, he'll he'll be like there. Or, the arrivals to kind of you know like hey can you sign this what whatever and i make it sound so easy but when he's telling me these things and you just kind of like why are you doing it (laughs) you know because it's not even for himself he's then selling these things at like events you know it's
3: crazy i mean to think you could be standing all day waiting for somebody to come out of somewhere and then just walk right past, you're not signing. And it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like
2: yeah, yeah. I was standing in the rain. And it must be a bit weird because the people who do that are kind of not particularly popular, are they, in the autograph no. collector's world? And as you say, Dave, they kind of see it as a job.
0: Yeah.
2: But they're also one of the reasons why people don't sign in the street. Yeah. Because of people yeah. doing it just to make money. And as you say, when you look at it, the money isn't actually that great. No, no. Sort of circle of hate, really. Isn't
0: it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's what I've said to him, because when, when you kind of like mentally tart talk- up, What is your time worth? What was that plane ticket worth? What was your hotel? You get your costs there. And then so you go, well, I've got to like make this many back. And then that's only providing you actually sell everything that you have got, which you probably won't. You know, it'll only be a couple of things. For me, I I find it fascinating.
3: But there's some people don't sign though. Yeah. You know, there's like actors and actresses out there who've never done private signings before. So
0: I've never done one. That's maybe your only chance. Well, exactly. Yeah, so... I, and I, I'm, I'm always getting asked.
2: Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Every time I, that's the reason I go down so often. Because when he does, <laughs> when he finally does, man, I, I won't even be out of the shop until I get onto eBay. Yeah. Right. Should we go for a third question?
0: Yeah. <sighs> spin,
1: it's spin, it's spin, it's spin, it's spin, 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 spin,
2: spin. Which toy line, if they had a Star Wars license, would you like to see?
3: Oh, I've got a cunning plan. Back a couple of years ago, I think it was, maybe three, four years ago, they did He-Man, Masters of the Universe crossovers with WWE wrestlers. And they've done it as well with I think it was maybe another company actually did the same with horror characters. It'd be cool to get some Star Wars wrestler. Crossover figure. Oh, <laughs> although you kind of had that with Power of the Force, I suppose, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Muscle no,
0: I would be all over that if they if they literally did that as the Power of the Force to Luke as a wrestler. I would be a All over that Because it ticks Three boxes Really if There's the wrestling one There's like the Star Wars one But then there's The nostalgia one That they were gonna do Luke in that Aesthetic and <laughs> Han Solo And even like Ben That would be amazing
2: So would it be like Ultimate Warrior of Luke Yeah Is it that kind of crossover
3: Yeah Something like that You know
0: I think that'd be cool
3: Lando beware <laughs> Who else could they have?
2: Who would Vader be? Would he Undertaker. He
0: could be Vader.
3: He could be Vader. In fact, yeah, there was a wrestle called Vader. Yeah? yeah, good call. Darth Maul could be—is it the Boogeyman? Boogie Maul. Boogie Maul. I think Obi Wan would have to be Hot Rod Roddy Piper because obviously you and McGregor being Scottish. Of yeah. Obi Wan and like the Hot Rod writing across the white t-shirt.
0: Snoke is a million dollar man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think his line should be made. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get on it. Speak to Mattel. It's about Harassing them. Tell them there's millions to be made.
0: Yeah. Yes. So that was amazing. Thank you very much, Greg. Round three, Wexley Snaps.
1: Do me a personal favor. Be optimistic.
2: Yes, ma'am. This is is terrific. You're not going to believe how well this is going to turn out. It's going to be great.
1: Spin, spin, Ah spin, 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 uh spin, 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 spin. You stepped
2: on a bus. There is no air conditioning, no open windows, and everyone is sweltering. There are only two available seats. Do you sit next to the Rancor Keeper or Lady Proxima?
3: The Rancor Keeper. Man needs a shoulder to cry on, so... Oh, you talk to him? Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh,
3: yeah. Oh, <laughs> my I would uh, cheer him up a little bit. <laughs> Give him a bosey, as we say up in Scotland, give him a wee bosy. maybe, maybe pass him a towel to dry off this sort of sweaty tummy.
0: Yeah, so you, you'd be quite happy to sit with a guy who has no top on, sweating profusely. Yeah, he might be crying as well, but he, he's, he's not wearing any shirt, he's just going to be kind of like rubbing against you.
3: Yeah, I, I live in Scotland, so that's like that's like every Scotsman when there's the sun comes out, <laughs> we all taps off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you stood up here, and you know the fact that he's wearing like leather chaps over his head wouldn't bother me either, because you know if you see all sides up here.
2: I also like the <laughs> fact that you're not even batting an eyelid about the fact that after a day's work, the rank keeper just jumps on a bus home. Yeah,
3: he's got to get home somehow, and he's not got a barge you can get onto. Yeah. The skiffs are a bit kind of, you know, all the skiff pilots guys are all being eaten. <laughs> so
2: fair enough. Shall i move on to the next
1: question?
3: Let's do it. Spin the wheel.
1: Spin spin spin, 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 spin,
2: spin, spin, Do you think you could win an arm wrestle against Dexter Jetster? Depends which arm he's using,
3: I think. His wrestling arm. What's he? <laughs> uh, what's he doing with the other arms? Well scratching
0: his bum. Yeah.
3: I don't think I could I think I would lose that. I think the fact that he's scratching his arse would put me off. I think I'd be bit too distracted. And his, his whiskers kind of big jelly. Face much like my own face, to be honest. <laughs>
2: looking at, <it. laughs>
3: I've got a big jolly, whiskery face.
2: But <laughs> is there a, is there a hint of jealousy that you'd be put off by the fact that he can arm wrestle and scratch his bum at the same time?
3: There would be a, definitely a bit of jealousy there. I mean, you know, if you had forearms, just think of all the things you could achieve in a day. Yeah. If you were, if you were back on the bus, you could you could sit next to uh, the rancor keeper and put your arm around him, cheer him up, whilst also knitting with Lady Proxima at the other side of the bus. Job done.
0: I think so. Okay, shall I
2: go on to the next question?
0: Yeah. Spin, ha, spin, huh, spin, spin,
2: ha, spin, huh, spin, huh, spin, huh. spin, <laughs> spin, spin. Huh. Order 66 was to kill Jedi. What other orders were in there between 1 and 65?
3: Going one at a time?
2: Yeah. Okay, order
3: one, fetch my bagel. Order two, no cream cheese on the bagel. Order three, wax my nipples. Order four, go and get the Japur snippet from
2: Padme's <laughs> <May's> Grave. <laughs> execute order four <laughs> <laughs> you just hear all the clones go oh man he's like sending or- the
0: entire clone army <laughs> to do that he's calling everyone they yeah. so all will turn up <laughs> oh what
3: order 60 i can tell you what order 67 is is to wipe out anyone that posts online that they've got a receipt from a takeaway place that's order 66
0: you know what i've never seen that have you never seen that no dave well, I don't live on Facebook and things because everybody just irritates me. <laughs>
3: yeah, I know the feeling. I'm, I, I'm I'm, slowly pulling myself away a little bit. But uh, yeah, because I'm a member of so many Star Wars groups, whenever somebody gets a Burger King or a KFC or a McDonald's with the Order 66 on it, it's on there. And also because I'm a member of lots of Bill and Ted groups because I'm a big Bill and Ted fan. Whenever somebody gets 69, that is also posted in the groups. <laughs> so you're constantly seeing receipts from like, Bloody takeaway places because they've got order sixty six or order sixty nine.
0: I'm gonna get Chloe to knock up some graphics, people whose orders are sixty-six yep. group on Facebook just leave it and see if anybody ever comes across it and you'll get thousands. Yeah.
3: Thousands of people.
0: See, I've got to get something now that has a an order number on it, and then I'll just like scribble it out and put sixty-six on there and
2: <laughs> it's it's simpler than that. All you do is you go into a McDonald's and if they're on like forty-four, just do thirty orders.
0: There's, there's there's no McDonald's near here.
2: Oh, boohoo! Yeah. Your <laughs> local shops. Yeah. <laughs> Greg has to eat a book from the phone box.
0: <laughs> Yellow Pages
1: tonight to again. <laughs>
0: <hit.
2: laughs> so so, uh, can you carry on? Going? You got to number four. What was the order that you said was the finishing one? Was that sixty-seven? Did you say or? I went for sixty-seven. There, yeah. I, I sweat several. If you, if you do a few more after order four.
3: Order five. Learn to toboggan. Order six. Eat Wheatabix twice a day. First breakfast and second breakfast. Order seven. Listen to martika's
2: kitchen. Martika. Order meat. Oh, I could murder Emma Dawes at the moment. I wonder if they would notice if I quietly ordered one for delivery whilst this was going on. And, uh, scoot off, pick it up, knock it back. Yeah. Got the app open. Hmm, lovely. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Order sixty-six. Who'd have thought? Oh well, I won't tell Greg. You'll annoy him. Watch
3: Gentle Order eleven. Repeat order seven. Order thirteen. Watch Friday the Thirteenth, Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan on repeat for twenty-four hours, and then bury your shoes in the back garden.
0: Let the poor man go. Next question. Spin, 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 spin,
2: spin, spin. Can you do a Star (laughs) Wars (laughs) impression?
1: (sighs) Wow.
0: Can you do a Star Wars impression?
2: Yeah, but can you do a Star Wars impression?
3: No.
1: Okay. Yeah. What's more
2: dangerous, speeder biking or hand gliding through the Endor Forest? Hmm. I'm going
3: to have to go for speeder biking, just because of the speed. Plus, Ewoks will try and uh, eat you. Whereas, being an Ewok and hand gliding, you might, <laughs> you might get blasted, but it's unlikely because they're all crap shots anyway. So, the speeder bike... Biker scouts are more in danger than the uh the ewoks hand gliding, I would say.
2: So you're you're very much in the e Ewok, of the ewok's of the trouble element yeah, on this.
0: Absolutely. Not the trees.
3: Well, <laughs> but the hand gliding seemed quite slow, so they'd be able to get through the trees quite plus they're you know, they live there, they're used to it, whereas the biker scouts are just visiting and yeah,
2: there's lots of trees for them. It didn't seem well thought through to put speeder bikes in Endor, did it? No,
0: no. Did all. you ever see that? There was that guy who was a mathematician. He worked out the life expectancy. He he literally worked out the probability of survival for something like a a minute, 60 seconds of of a speeder bike based on the density of the redwood forest and the speed speeder bikes are supposed to go to. Worked it out, and he said it, it was like statistically it was impossible. You you couldn't actually survive 60 seconds or something or other.
2: Are you, are you saying, scientifically, Star Wars doesn't add up?
0: Yeah, so he's got to be wrong. Wow. Uh, I was going to
2: say, So,
0: <sighs> if they couldn't do it, how did they get the footage? Wow. He didn't think that one through, did he? He didn't, he no. didn't factor that in. But then maybe he's looking at it that there was no 60-second continuous sequence. <sighs> what well, he thought they were just killing stuntmen off. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, that, that that's how they did the asteroid field, wasn't it? So, that's true yeah that's true six people died in that so good film though isn't it yeah i mean it's worth it especially that spinny tie fighter at you know where it comes at the camera i mean that killed the camera crew as well but like um
2: yeah good film though yeah worth it
0: totally excellent that's what oscars are there for we're now entering the final round all the questions and all the answers have been training you for this last moment boar gullet knows the truth it Will be a series of questions that really making you go deeper
1: and deeper until Lies! Deceit! Deception! Ah, Jim! Did you come here to kill me? Do you like my hair? <laughs> Do you like how it changes? Do you like movies with gladiators? No. Lies! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've, I've seen your search history.
1: Spin, 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 spin,
2: Luke milks the Thalassirons in The Last Jedi for his own consumption. What other Star Wars creatures or characters would you drink the milk of?
3: Oh. <laughs> the Rancor Keeper? On the oh. bus? Uh, moof? A moof? A moof. Have you seen a moof? A moof? I've never seen a moof, I think. Were they they on a poster? I think they might have been put on the Solo poster or something. Am I right in saying that?
2: I don't know. some moofs on there? I've not seen a moof. But without acknowledging you've seen a moof, you'd still drink the milk of a moof? Well,
3: you know, they've got nipples, like Robert De Niro. What's a (laughs) moof? Something you milk. A moof milker.
2: We we only know the reference to being a moof milker. Yeah. What are you talking about? (laughs) Have you ever watched a Star Wars, Dave? (laughs) In The Force Awakens, Han Solo references moof milkers.
0: Oh, okay. No, clearly not. I've only seen them a couple of times. So, like, you know. so
2: Greg's gone straight in there to say, just because Han Solo says there's such a thing as a moof
0: milker,
2: uh, I'll, I'll so it's actually, put me down for a pint.
0: Oh, I, I didn't know if this was like a comic thing or something like that. I was like, what, what's a, a moof milker? Oh, right.
2: A
3: moof milker.
0: Moof milker.
2: Anything anyone else you would uh, extract and drink the milk from?
3: Oh, obviously, you need to milk bamfers. You get your blue milk from a Banffers, isn't it? Am I doing the milking? I hope I hope not. I don't really fancy milking any I don't think you have to. I think it's what we you drink. I just drink it.
2: What do you look at well, in Star Wars big... and go, oh <laughs> kind of, that'll be lovely.
3: Milk. What's the is it the hapa bore? That's the big oh, big on Jakku. That's got a, that's got a lot of stuff going on in that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Probably a lot of milk to get from that thing. Yeah, it'd be like a
2: jet wash. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you milk a puffer pig? There's only one way to find out, Greg. Milk it, milk it. <laughs> Although puffer pig could be like a coconut, You crack it in half. Maybe you get the milk.
0: Uh, comes out like a milkshake. <laughs> should we should we have another
2: question? Because yes. <laughs> I think we've established Greg. Greg will try and, it, and, drink, it, anything.
1: Just and drink anything.
2: I'll milk anything.
1: Spin, <laughs> spin, 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 spin.
2: You've been selected as the lead of the strike team to deactivate the shield generator on Endor. Which five Star Wars characters do you pick for your elite team and why? Okay,
3: do they have to be alive at the time?
0: If you want to drag their dead cop with (laughs) you, yeah, sure, why not? (laughs)
2: Can we we say anyone? I think we can say anyone, can't we?
3: I would first of all pick Biston, the space monkey. Uh, Because he's ace, he's a space monkey, and he should have survived... Rogue One. He should have been the star of Rogue One, much like you keep saying this. Zuvio is a star of The Force Awakens.
0: But Zuvio is uh, the star of Force Awakens. I was going to say, yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. Did Piston die,
2: or was it just implied he died? I think it was just implied he died. I think they it was implied they all died, didn't it?
0: Actually, the,
2: that sh- his ship came down. Yeah, pretty much everyone's yeah. was dead. It? I think yeah.
0: it got hit by Piston, Piston, oh. and Piston,
3: Piston, yeah. and
2: Piston. You're
3: taking Aww. the piston.
0: The piston's
2: in. The piston's in. He'd do I well think. in Endor as well, wouldn't he? he yeah, he could swing from tree to tree. Yep.
3: Okay, who else? Well, I think you need to have a droid. Let's go with Lando's favorite fuck buddy. Um, what's her name? L. L. El- Kira. I was going to say L seven. It's a band, yeah. <laughs> it's a band, yeah. L three. Oh, why would case, you go with L three? Just in case uh, the next couple of characters get distracted in any way.
0: Plus, she's also got like a chainsaw crutch as well, hasn't she? Or something. Yeah, that's done. true. That's bad to come in. Yeah, to like chop some trees down, you know, for like yeah uh, scout walker traps and stuff like that. She's got all the mod cons of the little
3: yeah. thingery gadgets to poke in the yeah. little holes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Poor snippets that's and. She- it's got um, some
0: attitude as well. That that
2: that'd be quite funny to see. It just she won't be messing around. She's just walking straight away. I'm coming in here. Yeah. <laughs> straight. <in>. Yeah. <laughs> Name's not down.
3: Yeah. Coming in. L three. Okay. We need a Jedi. Don't we? We need some sort of Jedi. Let's go with Obi Wan. Ah.
1: We'll
3: go for old Obi Wan because he's you know he's wise and uh, dead. Um, we'll go for him. Who else are
2: we going to have? Oh, no, so so, are you going for Force Ghost, Obi-Wan? That would
0: be even better. You could just go through the walls.
3: Just walk straight through. Dink,
0: there you go, we're done.
3: Uh, who else are we going to have? Let's go with the ferryman from uh, The Mandalorian. <gasps> Zoot, Zoot Snoot, Dave's fave.
0: Oh, oh, right. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking the, um, the, the astromech drawing. <laughs> I thought you meant that one.
3: No, no, no. Zoot Snoot, your fairy man. Yeah, guy. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely got to go in there. Yeah,
3: just for entertainment, just a bit he's of entertainment. Got skills. When he could be like the pied piper, he could lead all this fucking uh, biker skates away. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Or lead the walks in.
3: Or lead the Ewoks in. Yeah?
2: yeah, yeah. He's good.
3: So, four. I'm going to go yep. with the final one. Let's go with let, let's go with Ben Solo. Oh. Young Ben Solo, although he's not alive at this point, is he? But this doesn't matter because...
0: No, 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 you've got two Bens, that's cool. Yeah. And they can get like, really confused. Ben, what? What do you learned? Young Ben Solo. Is he's- this Ben
2: before he turns into Kylo Ren or Ben after he's redeemed?
3: Ben before he turns into Kylo Ren. Ah. Uh, so we can see how things are going.
2: That's a squad.
3: It's an eclectic five. Do you think they'd be successful? No. I think L3 might be quite successful, like you say, with the, the chainsaw crotch. She'd get into the building. Mm. Uh, it was, Old Ben would get through as well, just walk straight in, as you said. Biston would do quite a good job of taking care of people outside the base. Yeah. Just go on a spree, wouldn't he? Just go on a freezy machine gun f- firing spree.
0: He'd be like flinging poo at them and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. He <Yeah. laughs> stored a lot and in then- that, like... You know, jumpsuit. Yeah. It's all. It's, yeah. it's all in the side pockets, the cargo pants, and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: he could, he could, he could fling it, and Ben Solo could force push it. Oh, so it goes, <laughs> or stop it in midair. Yeah, or will stop, <laughs>
3: stop it in midair. Stop it in midair. <laughs> just poop floating in front of a Biker scout's face, and then let go. That'd be pretty epic. I love that. Hey, it's
2: a good crack team. I think you've done well there. Yes. Good
0: crap team. (laughs) Good crap
3: team.
2: (laughs) Right, let's go to another question, yeah? Do it. Spin,
1: spin, 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 spin.
2: If you could go into the transportation chamber from the fly with a Star Wars creature, which creature would you choose? (sighs) I'd have to go with the
3: the wampa. Oh, because he's got big long arms. He could if you get, went down to the pub. If you went down the cantina and you walked in. You're know, like a big white furry wampa bastard you could take everyone on just rip it off folks arms and you wouldn't get into
2: any trouble so so with the fly chamber as i recall it you don't initially realize you're sort of you've got the dna of the wampa yep how would you tr- slowly transform what would happen what would be the clues
3: i think your yeah, arms would fall off initially This like drop off and then this white fur would start sprouting out like the stumps you'd have horns coming out top of your head You'd stop eating vegetables. I don't eat them much of them anyway, as you can probably tell. Which is why I think the WAMP would be good for me because you know, be a meat-only diet, pretty
2: much. So, are you saying that you like the idea of slowly transforming into the WAMP because it's a stealth way to get to where you really want to be?
3: Yeah, march you into the pub, eat what sort of meat. Nobody give you any any jip.
2: Don't get cold. That's Andy for where you are in it.
3: It's very handy for where I am, yeah. You don't see wampas going to the shops to buy, like, a chalk ice or anything. They get their food from nature, so I'm surrounded by lots of that and no no shops to get a chalk ice from anyway, so...
2: I can see why you would do this. I started off thinking it was a bit of a strange choice, and now I'm thinking it's the obvious choice.
0: I think so. Yeah. One more? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Spin, 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 spin.
2: If a genie granted you Jedi powers in the real world, what is the first thing you would do with your new powers?
1: <laughs> oh,
2: it have to be some Jedi mind trick action, I think. I've already paid for the Benson and Hedges.
0: <laughs> I'm already married, Shaniqua.
2: <laughs> you should give me a receipt that just says water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
3: you just be able to get... Go to the shops and get stuff without paying. Like, you'd be like hypnotist boy.
2: Oh, Derek uh, Brown,
3: yeah, <laughs> banging on a wall saying like, you know, like he does. Like, he goes down to the bookies and like the horse races or something. He says, "Bang!" and like handed. This is the winning ticket. And then all this, hand out the money it's like, "This is the winning ticket." And like,
2: yay! You want Jedi powers? Just, just a thief. Just a thief. <laughs> <laughs> to legitimately thief because yeah, they, they agree you you should have it. You're in.
3: Yeah. I'm always skint. You're good to get some stuff for free.
0: See, after what we were just talking about, I thought you'd be going down Monkey World and like stopping the poo throwing through the air. (laughs) And then, like, let it go. Fleeing it myself. Yeah, aiming it at people. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's good as well. Yeah, catching.
2: So the first thing you do is a thieving spree. That's what (laughs) you're establishing. Thieving when they're giving it to you for free. When they want to give it to you. Is that
3: what you're saying? Yeah, they want to give it to you. So I'm not technically thieving. They're giving it to me willingly. Where would you
2: first go? What's top of your list of stuff to get free?
3: I'd probably have to go to the local garage in order to get a car to drive Ah. to the place. Because I've got no shops nearby.
0: You want to change the books in the telephone box? <laughs> <laughs> I want more Nancy Drew
3: <laughs> and a Fantastic Four, a Fabulous Four, Famous Five, whatever the fucking comes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so you've done your logistics. So where 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 are you heading? What is this? I've got this power. Someone's going to give this to me for free. Yeah. What, what's your what's your prime target then?
3: I think all the cool stuff.
2: Oh shit. So, so so what we've established here is, is petty theft that you're really... Petty theft.
0: I like that. Yeah. You've, you've been given like these incredible supernatural powers and your first thought is to turn to crime. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Do you think I'll do a Dave? I think we've got enough incriminating evidence there.
4: Oh,
3: no.
0: Oh, well, Greg, thank you so much for taking part in Star Wars Spins. Thank you very it's much. It's been incredibly insightful. Martin and I have got to know you at a more deeper level and our listeners have got to know you at a very bizarre level but um before we we say goodbye we always ask our guests to nominate our next guest so this is your opportunity you know based on what you've gone through this evening and got an idea of what goes on this is your opportunity whoever you pick we will get that person on as next guest so greg who would you like the next guest of star wars spins to be
3: I would like the next guest star spins to be Itchy from the Star Wars Holiday Special.
1: Yes,
0: that is an excellent choice. It presents a, a significant challenge. I won't lie, but we are—we'll get them. We'll get we'll them. Get though. them. We we have the skills. We have the ability. Thank you very much, Greg. Um, and, no, and thank, thank you, for, you very much, sir, for, for taking part. Um, for people who have never come across Desert Planet Discs or Darth Elvis before. Where in the world can people find you on the interwebs? You can find Desert
3: Planet Discs and all your podcasters of choice and at banthatracks.com. Darf Elvis, you can find it at darfelvis.co.uk, facebook.com slash darfelvis, twitter slash twitter.com slash darf underscore Elvis, Instagram, darfelvis77, youtube.com slash darfelvis. I'm all over the social media places. Just look for Darth Elvis, and you'll find me. I I also do a podcast with the fanfare from Down Under called "The Mullet in the Kilt." Once, uh, well, once a month, once every six weeks or so. So you can find me on on the um, the Mullet Network as well. I'm everywhere. Social media whore, petty criminal,
0: (laughs) and your poor snippet enthusiast.
3: I've actually got one upstairs. I'm going to have to go and look it out.
0: Well, that is amazing. Thank you very much, Greg. Thank you to our question quizmaster, Martin. And all that's left from me is to see you on the next episode of Star Wars Spins where we're going to get on that special guest that Greg has nominated. So good night. Bye. Love you, Shaniqua. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Spins. Don't forget to subscribe to the show from all your favourite podcast providers. If you have liked the show please give us a good review head to our website www.swspins.com for all links to our social media pages to be kept up to date with our latest news and episode releases you can also get in touch with the show and why not send through your own question for us to put on our question wheels via email at swspins at gmail.com the star wars spins theme tune was created written and performed by andy Liff, which was then destroyed by the vocals of martin keeler and dave tree Star Wars Spins is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed here are those of the guests
1: and do not necessarily reflect our own. So for anyone who has beef, go after them, not us.